Phase two of making permaculture stronger starts with my realization that focusing on problems, even if the problems are getting solved, does not and cannot solve the problem that the whole approach of solving problems is itself, well, problematic. So I say, I say, wow, what an idea. Instead of lamenting the problem or problems, to take this approach, we would ask, what is permaculture's core intention? And we'd proceed directly toward helping realize that as if all the problems weren't even there. I mean, this still blows my freaking mind, you know? Welcome on back to the Making Permaculture Stronger podcast. This is your host, as usual, Dan Palmer, and it's Saturday, 28 September 2019. I'm sitting on a hill on a farm called Mossy Willow Farm on the Mornington Peninsula, which is in Victoria, uh, Australia. I'm about six meters away from a, from a couple of cows, just above a beautiful market garden. I've bought my two daughters Taking out with our great friends who run the market garden here and we're having a wonderful time. Anyway, I've ducked up the hill to record this episode, which is going to be a continuation of the three-part Introducing Phase 2 of Making Permaculture Stronger series. The first part is called Introducing Phase 2 of Making Permaculture Stronger, Recapping Phase 1 and its problems. This is the second part, which is called introducing phase two of making permaculture stronger from solving problems to developing potential i'm going to pretty much read this out verbatim so you can read it or listen to it or both only if you really want to and uh, it's probably going to be pretty tight pretty short little episode okay let's get let's get on to it i'm looking forward to reading out some of the quotes in this um, post because there's some cracker quotes in there and keep in mind too that this is a yeah, here I am, you know, with a chatty kind of style and all that. This is a deep and significant um, pivot, pivoting or changing of direction, changing of understanding of... Oh, hang on, the cow's, cow's got its horn stuck in a... Oh, in the, in the wire of a fence, it just, it just unstuck itself. As I was saying, a pretty big deal for me. And it's, uh, it's, it's, it's happened over the last year or so, and it really is a, a reorientation, a reorienting, and a f- redesign, a reimagining, recreating of what making permaculture stronger is and is about for me. Okay, so let's do this. So the title once again is Introducing Phase 2 of Making Permaculture Stronger, From Solving Problems to Developing Potential. First subheading is What I've Been Doing. As reviewed in the last post, I have spent more than three and a half years attempting to help strengthen permaculture's weakest links, or in other words, solve permaculture's biggest problems. In this approach, success is tacitly defined as the degree to which the weak link or problem is made to go away. So to explain this a little, you know, like if, if, if a problem crops up, you've got a flat tire or your kid has got the flu or whatever it's a problem because it's a hitch or blockage or it's an interruption to the flow of of life and the the successful outcome of of dealing or encounter of working with the problem is that the problem's not there anymore and the successful outcome of making a 
of strengthening a weak link is that it's not the weakest link anymore. So the, the energy is around getting rid of things, making them go away. I also have an end note here that you can hover over and read, which is not to mention that you kick one issue at the doorway only to have it come sneaking back in the window with a pitchfork. Takes us, takes us to the next subtitle, which is The Problem with Solving Problems. Phase two of making permaculture stronger starts with my realization that focusing on problems, even if the problems are getting solved, does not and cannot solve the problem that the whole approach of solving problems is itself, well, problematic. And I have a note again, and a note saying, especially the more life-oriented and the less machine-oriented is the field being worked in. And we're talking about permaculture here. It's all about being life-oriented and not about being machine or mechanically-oriented. Joel Glansberg has summarized the situation perfectly. And I have a link here to the article I'm quoting from. This is a quote from Joel. We are so accustomed to machines and the mechanical world of Newtonian physics that we can barely think about how to address the problems of a living world. We try to fix them as we would an old truck. We identify the bad part that is to blame for the problem and repair, replace or remove it. This is our general approach to everything from medicine to foreign policy to justice. We try to get tumours, dictators and other bad guys to reform or we simply replace them. Then we're continually surprised when new tumours, symptoms or bad guys promptly arise to take their place. Changing the manifestation of living systems without shifting the underlying causal patterns will always be an uphill battle and often takes us in the wrong direction, like supergluing the cracks in a hatching eggshell. I go straight to another quote where I say, as has Carol Sanford. This is a quote from Carol saying, when you start well-intended efforts by identifying, in quotes, a problem, you are trapped into thinking that you have to fix it. This leads you on a search for the causes and results in efforts to try out many solutions. It pulls all of your energy toward an endless effort that is based on the mindset that got people into the rut in the first place. Einstein warned us about that. I mean, I won't read it out again, I almost feel like, you know, there's, a, there's a quite a lot in there. This idea that the whole mentality of solving problems is itself problematic. Well, of course, if you defined it as a problem, you'd be <laughs> going up on a sort of a meta-recursion. We don't need to go there. But, but yeah, this idea that there's another way of approaching these things that's outside the whole framing, the whole mentality of fixing or solving problems. And certainly uh, strengthening weak links, where I've realized that, you know, the, obviously the weak link is a, where it comes from, it's a metaphor for a chain. And a chain is, is a, not a living thing. It's a, it's a bunch of bits of metal joined together. Anyway, I go on to, to write, hmm, hmm, I say. This is exactly the sense in which I have been trying to solve permaculture's problems. So you can see this is a cause for deep reflection. You know, when I started making permaculture stronger, I thought that was it. That was the best approach I knew of, was to strengthen what is weak. 
let's move on to the next subheading, which is, oh well, it's not like nothing good has come from this approach, and then in brackets, and yet it is time for a fundamental change of direction. So I, I write here, now I do not think all this effort has been a waste. Absolutely not! Exclamation mark. I have learned a heap that has really boosted my ability to serve as a permaculture design process facilitator. I know this is also true for permaculture colleagues around the world. Almost weekly, someone reaches out with gratitude for how this project has inspired and supported them to deepen their own design process understandings and practices. Nonetheless, I'm clear it's time making permaculture stronger explicitly extracts itself from the business of dabbling in problems. Where I spend countless hours focusing on aspects of permaculture that I don't even like. On weak links. On problems. Problems that worry me. Problems that demoralize me. Problems that as best I can tell are getting in the way of permaculture's ability to evolve toward deeper and fuller expressions of its potential. And I'm glad for everything this effort has created, and I want to make a clean break from the whole mentality. It's time for something different. Thankfully, there is an alternative that resonates so deeply it brings shivers to my spine. Next subheading, regenerating from the core. Having spelled out the futility of the problem-solving mentality, Carol Sanford brilliantly illuminates an alternative approach, and these are Carol's words. Okay, okay, so what do we do? As crazy as it sounds, we skip over what exists. We act as though the problem doesn't matter. This sounds harsh, even cruel, but consider within regenerative processes, problems are not useful information. Nature doesn't care that rat populations are exploding in the suburban countryside. Regeneration in this instance occurs when this niche within the ecosystem is filled by returning populations of foxes and owls. Circumventing problems is how much real change comes about, and particularly the kinds of change that disrupt markets, and also history for that matter. Hmm. Instead of lamenting a problem, ask what are customers or the planet or social groups seeking to achieve and why? This is the route to the creation of something that doesn't yet exist. Don't look at why current methods aren't working. Keep your eye squarely on your buyer's intention, on the intentions of living systems and social groups. I just want to bring your attention to the, her, her precise and yet only, she just uses the word creation once. This is the route to the creation of something that doesn't yet exist. I just want to really bring that distinction out. She's talking about moving from trying to solve problems with what exists, which is exactly what I've been doing with making permaculture stronger, trying to strengthen weak links in what already exists in permaculture, with this contrasting idea of creating something that doesn't yet exist. Let's, let's keep rolling. So I say, I say, wow, what an idea! Instead of lamenting the problem or problems, to take this approach we would ask, what is permaculture's core intention? 
and we'd proceed directly toward helping realize that as if all the problems weren't even there. I mean, this still blows my freaking mind, you know? For Carol, I write, this entails going back to base material and regenerating from what is at the core. <laughs> oh man, I'm reading that again. For Carol, this entails, and this is in quote quotation, this is Carol's words, going back to base material and regenerating from what is at the core. That sentence, those words, have largely catalyzed or played a key role in inspiring and catalyzing phase two of making permaculture stronger, as we will see. Okay, back to reading out the words here in the post. Where we move from strengthening weak links or solving problems to unfolding potential. I continue to quote from Carol, who says, Seeing true potential requires us to go back to the DNA of our intentions, conscious and unconscious, back to first base, where the uniqueness of the opportunity exists. What is screaming to be directly realized? The same is true for engaging with people. For example, when we pay attention, we see loads of potential in the children around us. We see their shortfalls as well. There's no end of shortfalls to fix. But if you start with who a child really is, deep inside, what makes them unique, and you help them realize more and more of that, to become closer and closer to their own singularity, then they thrive. Who wants to make a child less bad? Don't we instead want to support them in their quest to realize their, their unique potential? And don't we feel the same about each new business and each new watershed? No two living systems are the same. Each is pursuing a unique potential. Find that and you become a great business leader or a great biologist. Oh gosh. See, this is continuing to land for me. So this idea that who wants to make a child less bad... I've been trying to make permaculture less bad. <laughs> Moving on, I wrote, As a colleague of Carol's, it's no surprise that Joel Glansberg is once again on the same page. These are Joel's words here. Life is by nature creative. She never goes back, but only forward. Repair or restoration may work for antique chairs, but not ecosystems, eggs, or countries. They will never be what they once were, any more than you will ever be a teenager or Humpty Dumpty will be put together again. Anyway, back to Joel's words. Living systems, whether organisms or organizations, ecosystems or economic systems, resolve their problems not by fixing them, but by outgrowing them. The maturing chick running out of food and space in her egg does not add on or send for takeout. She does not fix her cracking shell, but uses this breakdown to break through and emerge into another world, one of air and light where her parents feed her. Then, when the chick and her siblings outgrow the nest and their parents' ability to, ability to feed them, they fledge and fly into the wider world where they can feed themselves and migrate to more favorable climes as the seasons change. I also just love the way Robert Fritz talks about this stuff. This is a quote from The Path of Least Resistance. I've got that reference at the, at the bottom of the post. There is a profound difference between problem solving and creating. Problem solving is taking action to have something go away. The problem. Creating is taking action to have something come into being. The creation. 
Most of us have been raised in a tradition of problem solving and have had little real exposure to the creative process. For this reason, many people confuse the two. It doesn't help when some experts talk about creative problem solving. They think that the creative process and problem solving are the same. They are completely different. The problem solvers propose elaborate schemes to define the problem, generate alternative solutions, and put the best solution into practice. Guilty as charged, that's what I've been doing. Back to Robert. If this process is unsuccessful, you might eliminate, oh sorry, if this process is successful, you might eliminate the problem. Then what you have is the absence of the problem you are solving. But what you do not have is the presence of a result you want to create. I go on to say, how beautiful are all these statements? How exciting are they? What is screaming to be directly realized in permaculture? What would it mean for permaculture to crack open, fledge and fly? What is the result that we in permaculture want together to create? Now we are talking and this brings us right up to where this little project called Making Permaculture Stronger is going to be heading next. And that is the end of the post, which I hope you've enjoyed. I've had a lot of fun reading it out. I love, I love giving the, bringing the quotes to life, and for me anyway, giving them emphasis. I hope I, that I didn't sound like I was being too um, dramatic or overdoing it. Uh, and I hope you got some value out of that. I'm excited, uh, it'll be a week from now I reckon, to, to share the, the third part of this where we start to, where I start to share what does this mean for we're making permaculture stronger is heading uh, and some pretty exciting stuff I'll be revealing there. Thanks for listening. Uh, as usual, you can catch up with the latest and greatest uh, with Making Permaculture Stronger at the website, makingpermaculturestronger.net. If you want to support the project, there's a Patreon page, which is patreon.com slash makingpermaculturestronger. In a couple of weeks, I think there's like eight or nine of us now, maybe even ten um, folk. We're folk that are supporting the project at ten bucks or more a month. And and that said, if anyone is interested and in, 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 that, that pathway doesn't work, is unaffordable or whatever else, get in touch and we'll find a we'll sort it out but i'm excited to to be gathering and we're going to be starting to meet uh, every six weeks uh, and share frameworks hear about each other's live permaculture design projects and, and do an experiment in building an on and offline community of permaculture design practice so i'll keep you posted on the experiment hopefully well not hopefully i know that there will be some some valuable learnings there okay really look forward to catching up with you in the next episode uh, and have yourselves beautiful um, adventures until then. Okay, ciao.